Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. everyone and welcome to the JT show Super Talk Mississippi Gerard Gibbard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music morning Rhino howdy howdy all right did I understand you to say just a few moments ago before we got on the air here that you filled up your vehicle oh yeah a couple gasoline. days ago actually uh, over the oh, weekend okay so you've already used some of it yeah I'm not one of these hoarders <laughs> Trying to trade TP for gas cans. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Toilet paper for gas. <laughs> Gee whiz. Well, I just got gas uh, en route here to the Super Talk studios and noticed that only the highest grade of fuel, gasoline, was available at the nearby station here. And no lines, but every pump had somebody. But I was able to drive right up. <clears throat> but it could be because it's all they have. And folks maybe continue to motor around looking for availability. It's apparently already caused enough consternation at the gas station I stopped at for uh, pick up a Red Bull. A little okay. convenience store. I pulled up and just kind of parked at a pump because there was nobody at the station. Yeah. And I thought, well, I mean, I got... Just a little tiny little bit. Maybe I'll get some gas, maybe not. But the, what was on my mind was picking up a Red Bull. Yep. Before I can fully get out of the car, the attendant is already sticking their head out the door saying, we ain't got any gas. Huh. Oh, me. So here we go. Toilet paper all over again, huh? Well, have no fear, my young friend, because the president, President Joe Biden, he says that they're having some briefings, and they're going to commission a committee and get all these groups together to discuss this and come up with a plan. You know, that's what government does. Commission a committee to go study it to come up with a plan. Usually it's a commission a committee to go discuss having more meetings to create more committees and more bureaucracy. Meanwhile, ain't got no gas flowing. This is... This is just checking boxes. You can't do squat. This is not surprising. I've been talking about this for years. Known this was coming. Was in the business. Saw it. I never forget years ago when HIPAA, this is an old example, but still applies today. HIPAA, folks are generally familiar with that. The health information, I can't remember what the heck it stands for, something, Protection and Port of Patient Protection and Affordability Act or something like that. What's it stand health for? Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Okay, and it's close. 
And so, by the way, the portability, folks, this is a couple of main things that came out of HIPAA. And I'm digressing a little bit, but just for some background. This is, what, 1996, Rhino? I think it's when it was passed. 96, 97? Uh, yeah, I think it was Mid-90s. August or September of 96. So, a long time ago. And yeah. so what that essentially meant, it was some of the provisions in there is that if you apply for insurance through your employer, so-called group insurance, you can't be denied. You, you, you're not questioned. You're not denied. It's automatic. And anytime you hear the politicians talking about denial for pre-existing conditions, just know that that does not apply in the group market, which is where I think 185 million people who have private coverage are covered in the group market. So it also included a provision that allowed it allowed you to uh, stay on your employer's insurance if you separate it with your employer, so-called COBRA. Most people are familiar with that. You had the option. So that, that was the portability aspect of it until you got another job, ostensibly. So I- anyhow, I remember, and, and so it had all sorts of privacy regulations included in it. That's where I was going with this, that required those who handled patient data patient content. It doesn't matter who, from employers to clinics to hospitals, anybody. I had to secure it. Had to keep it under lock and key, if you will. Either if Oh, yeah. At pharmacies, you have, uh, or had, uh, they might have changed it up, but when I was there, you had a trash can for trash, and you had the, the box that you put all the HIPAA pertinent information in, and it got shredded. closed up, sealed up, shredded, and burned. Yeah. It gave rise to a, the shredding industry. I mean, it, it was already in existence, but it, it gave it a huge boost. But the, uh, the evolution of digital systems made that even more complex to deal with. And this is in the early days of email, which we don't think much about, but you got to think this is in the early days of the build-out of the network and email it was one of the first applications, of course, to utilize internetworking. And we used to, we brought onto the market uh, partnering with some companies. I can't even remember the names of the companies at this time, but had, they had software design. It was, it was context sensitive, and it understood when an email was set to be sent outside of, let's say, a clinical organization. So call it a hospital. And it would scan that email looking for words, even images, that might suggest confidential patient content is included inside the email. And so <laughs> the, the company had sort of a, a trial tool that you could install on their network, and it would scan their, e- their email traffic and then produce a report say these are all the ones that it found that are problematic. They're flowing outside of your organization just to give you – it was a sales tool, right? Here are problematic emails that are happening in your organization. This is why you need these tools. And I never forget calling on a very large healthcare institution, very large. Won't disclose the name. And they say, Man, we don't have that problem, Gerard. You know, we have policies. Policies? Yeah, we have policies that prohibit sending of 
email with patient content in it. We don't have that problem. I said, but you got 12,000 users. How do you know you don't have any problem with that? And so we installed the tool on the system, and it came back with a report, and it was thousands within a few weeks of emails, within a couple of weeks of emails that contained this this protected patient content. And we presented the report to the decision makers. They basically didn't want to see it. They didn't want to know about it. Now, this is a long time ago. It's 20-something years ago. But this is kind of what this is all about. You know this is going on. There are 4,000 ransomware attacks in the United States, malicious in nature, every single day. 4,000 ransomware. And we work with customers. One of our customers was the city of Denver, Denver, Colorado. And they said their their IT director said we're not going to pay it. We're just we're going we have a backup. We're going to install the backup. Yeah, right. And recover and restore. And they tried that. Of course, it wasn't current and it had issues, which lots of times they do. And that caused big time problems for them. And they refused to pay. They got it restored. And guess what happened? <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> the bad guy said, oh, no, no, no. And they ended up paying to get their network unlocked, if you will. But this is going on every day. These bad guys, they are really, really smart. They've got great technology, and it is a cat-and-mouse game, and it really just depends on who's got the edge on any given day. So this is nothing new. Our, our systems in this country, they're vulnerable. Everybody's systems are vulnerable. Trust me on this one. That's the one guarantee I could make to any customer. Your systems are vulnerable. What can you do about it? There are just a massive portfolio of very sophisticated tools and uh, that can protect against this. But anyhow, it's just something to, to be aware of. All right, we got a break right here on us. When we come back, we've got the one, the only J.T. Williamson. He's gonna he's called in. He's going to discuss the gas shortage. Also at 12 o'clock today, we've got the Sheriff's Roundtable. This is going to be great, folks. Randy Johnson, president of the Sheriff's Association, Todd Camp, former president, and Rankin County Sheriff Brian Bailey in the studio at 12. You don't want to miss it at 11. Dawn McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Small Businesses. She's the director of Mississippi and Louisiana. Stay with us. The JT Show continues with JT. Coming right up after this.
This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. everyone the JT show on the line with us now the one the only JT Williamson morning JT tell us about these gas shortages man hey George what's happening today buddy doing good 
<laughs> Listen, I, I actually want to talk a lot about this, and maybe if we got time, we could do one more segment. I don't know what your schedule is, but about the gas shortage, I, I talked to several people this morning, and first of all, we're, we're being our own worst enemy right now. Yep. Um, combination of social media, people panicking. Uh, it's like the toilet paper from COVID. Uh, it's real. People really being pretty dumb right now. If we just go about our business, buy our gas normally like we normally would, we wouldn't be seeing any issues. I talked to. Uh, well, let me give you a little history first. First of all, my grandfather was a huge part of Plantation Pipeline in Collins, Mississippi. That's where my family is from, mm-hmm. both sides of my family. And my grandfather was very instrumental in getting Plantation Pipeline, uh, was, was basically in charge of it back in the 60s and 70s, getting it into Collins, Mississippi. There's two pipelines that feed the terminals down there. Everybody's seen the terminals. Right there in columns, the big tanks, you know, the big white tanks. And there's two pipelines that feed columns. One is Colonial Pipeline, and the other one is Plantation Pipeline. Colonial Pipeline was hacked, and it was not that they can't feed the fuel. It basically hacked their safety and redundancy systems, so they had to shut down because of that. Plantation Pipeline was not affected whatsoever. So there's still plenty of fuel being fed into the terminals, into columns, and there's not a shortage of fuel right now. You might see maybe a shell station or two that might, you know, be a little light because of Colonial. Colonial is the only one that's being affected. But there's plenty of fuel in columns, and the problem is right now is delivery because people are panic buying right now. It's not a shortage of fuel. And I think it all got started on social media, to be honest with you, Gerard. Yeah, like a lot of stuff. Yeah. I talked to a very good friend of mine, Don Clyburn, down in Star, Mississippi. He owns Clyburn Tank Lines, and they're the majority. They, they haul more gas from Collins to Jackson than probably any independent Mississippi contractor there is. Hmm. And he basically said to me this morning when I talked to him, you know, if people just went about their business, we wouldn't have any problems. I mean, Don owns the company, and he said, I came down here this morning because I may have to get in a truck. He don't drive a truck yeah. normally, but he was getting ready to because of the way people are crazy and acting stupid trying to trying to buy fuel because, you know, they thought a hurricane was about to hit. It, it's just people panicking over really nothing to be panicking about. And if people, like I said, will just go about their business and shop normally, you shouldn't have any problems. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, I did because I was low on gas. I I had to get some this morning, and well, sure. Uh, yeah, but not going out and running uh, like a lot of people are that really don't need to. And no, didn't experience any lines. Did notice there was probably more folks around the station uh, looking to fill up than normal. I went to the little Exxon station, you know, right here by, uh, by uh, the building on County Line Road. But I did notice, JT, they were out of all grades except the highest, most expensive grade. And and, and that's just what that is right there. Yeah. What that shows you, Gerard, is people just bought it up. Yep. And they just hadn't been able to get a truck to them yet. Yeah. I think my daughter sent me something last night that said Madison was out of gas last night at some point. 
because people were running. And I saw pictures of people at the Costco last night where they were stacked up four and five deep, um, just panic buying gas. And we're, we're really, we're, we're our own worst enemy in this thing right now. I realize everybody wants full tank of gas. They don't want to miss out on not having any gas. I get what the deal is. But if you got a half a tank of gas, you're okay. It's going to correct itself by this weekend, and everything should be fine. They feel like Colonial will be back online by this weekend. That was according to uh, John Pope, the fire chief down in Collins, who is, you know, obviously he's he knows a lot about what's going on. He's got to protect that place from fire and and what's happening. And he, you know, he's talking to him, and he knows quite a bit what's happening. It's just people that are freaking out. But, you know, Gerard, and I kind of caught wind of what you were talking about in the first segment, that everything is vulnerable. And and I totally agree. And I've, I've said this many times, and that's kind of what, if you got time, I'd like to talk with you all about that on the way back. Our biggest threat in this country right now, in my opinion, and I'm no expert, but it's not us being at war or being invaded. It's a cyber attack. That's our biggest threat to our country right now is, Countries, oh, that and COVID or some type of bio attack, but a cyber attack is our biggest, our biggest enemy right now. Wouldn't you agree? Well, not only, absolutely, not only would I agree. I, I talked about it yesterday and have before. Uh, Rhino on the show, I've mentioned that. And, uh, JT, I can tell you, in uh, the pleasure I've had of traveling around the state and addressing numerous civic and political groups, I have highlighted that exactly what you're saying. Going back seven or eight years ago, folks, it's not terrorism, it's it's not China or Russia, it's cyber attack. And the next war, it ain't going to be fought with guns and nuclear bombs, it's going to be fought in the digital sphere. There's no question about it. And we are vulnerable, and the biggest problem we have, and, and I was in that business. I mean, I hired people to do that. I had an army of people deliver those services. Look, the biggest problem is we ain't got enough people. It's it's their, the latest data in the industry shows we need seven hundred and fifty thousand cybersecurity experts. We have two hundred and fifty thousand qualified in the country. We don't have enough, so we're only five hundred thousand short. You can have all the technology you want, but it don't do squat unless you got qualified people to design it and implement it and support it. And it's a huge shortage. So the message is, folks, if you're looking for steady highly compensated employment, think about cybersecurity. The demand is off the charts, and it's just going to continue to increase. But you're absolutely right, JT. Well, you know, I mean, heck, we've been hacked before at the radio station. They'll, they'll hack a computer or something. It, it, it's, it's, what, what, it's called ransomware, isn't it, where they try to hold you ransom they won't? Yeah, that's. Do, do they want money? Is that what it is? In Bitcoin, uh, it's it's all about. And even uh, Rhino, I see you shaking your head. You've seen the statements from the dark side or whichever one. So I've talked about this many times. This is the Russian syndicate that's behind all this. I've said it over and over on this pro. Here it is, right here. These people don't want anything but money. That's all they care about, and they're a paid uh, organization. They're paid by the syndicate, to, and they get a part of it. To go hack, hold these companies ransom, who have to pay?
to get their systems back. Essentially, is what it boils down to. It is a complex deal, and there's lots of legal and moral and technical issues, and it's a cat-and-mouse game that don't ever end. Uh, I'm not sure why they chose these particular people. And I can tell you this, it's kind of like, this is the way I've always described it. If you were a crook and you were going to go, let's say, rob a house, you might go to the doors and you're going to find one that's open. <laughs> that's what you do. Well, that one's locked next. That one's locked next. That one's open. Oh, step right in. That's exactly what these people do when they're out looking for systems to hack, to, uh, to infiltrate with malicious code that essentially results in asking for money, holding their systems hostage for money. That's exactly what happens here. So somebody figured out, hey, these systems are vulnerable. These guys don't have their act together. Let's go after that one. That's what it boils down to. Well, I, uh, can, I, can I hang with you and do it? Yeah, yeah, thing? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're good. we got okay, a guest coming up I, at 11, but we're good. I can't tell if the music's playing, but... No, we're good. I, I we got a minute. Want, I do I do want to talk about that because, you know, we, we talk about hurricane preparedness all the time, and they're telling us what to do and be ready for that. But we really need to be prepared for cyber attack preparedness. Yep. And, you know, I've done a couple of things myself. Uh, I got caught with my pants down after Katrina, and uh, I never will again. I've I, I learned the hard way, and I've got I've got things in place at my house that I will never have that issue again where I can uh, function during a hurricane and a power outage where I learned the hard way. And I've been determined that I'm not going to let that happen with a cyber attack and I want to ask you about some scenarios that could possibly happen. Hold on to that and, thought, JT. And, and, We're taking a break sure, right here. Sure. We got you. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We got JT on the line. Stay with us, folks. Why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline. Why can't you be true? You done started back doing the thing you used to do. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show, conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Get ready to laugh. I hear somebody yelling across the parking lot. Chad Brather, is that you? Chad Brather here. I want to invite you to join me in Forest, Mississippi. Am I Crazy Comedy Tour is coming to town May 27th. We're going to be at the Scott County Forest Convention Center. Cole Ford's going to be there. My life, my life is perfect. My son, my girl, all Ira Dean's going to join us as well. Tickets now at WatchChad.com, May 27th. Forest, Mississippi. Get your tickets at WatchChad.com. We'll see you there. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing to custom rifle bills. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi will opt out of the program that provides expanded unemployment benefits. Governor Tate Reeves announced that on June 12th, the earliest day allowed by federal law, the state will withdraw from the program that provides $300 a week to those who qualify. In a social media post, the governor voiced his concern that the expanded benefits continue to discourage participation in the workforce as small businesses across the state struggle to fill their openings. And there's time this summer to study the possibility of eliminating the state income tax, according to Senator Josh Harkins, a bill on by three top House Republicans would have phased out the tax, replacing it with increases in sales taxes on other items. But it did not make it through the last legislative session. It was dropped on day 49. Yeah. We didn't know about it. It's $2 billion of our revenue. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. It ain't got no gas in it. Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We've got the great JT Williamson on the line. All right, JT, please continue. Man, it feels like being back at work. <laughs> it's awesome. I miss, I, I miss you guys, man. I'm telling you right now. By the way, I'm doing great. I feel like 100 bucks, And, uh, you know, I called you. I'm supposed to get out of here hopefully tomorrow and uh, be on the road to recovery. Hoping and praying everything works. Great on this new CAR T therapy. Just letting y'all know what's going on. Appreciate hey, I saw that. the best best tweet. Guy tweeted said, first toilet paper now gasoline." I'm thinking about starting a rumor that there's an impending shortage of seats at church this Sunday. <laughs> awesome. That's pretty good, huh? Absolutely. Oh my gosh! So, you... <laughs> Go ahead. A scenario I wanted to ask you about, Gerard. I, yeah. I mean, you. you your computer guru. That was that, that was what you did for years, and were uh, obviously very successful with that. But literally, you know, the, we literally could have a cyber attack where the internet quits working. Well, if the internet quits working, or of, or portions of it, we literally could be to the point where we wouldn't be able to use a bank card or a credit card. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the internet taking down the entire internet because it it consists of so many different um, underlying, so much different underlying infrastructure. I mean, physical infrastructure, you know, from electronics to cables, etc. That would be difficult. But yeah, a big chunk of it is possible. Uh, and and of course trying to shut down the networks that power, say, the credit card company systems that traverse the Internet to do what you're talking about would probably be even uh, a higher value target, I guess, if you will. But, yeah, we're heavily reliant and we're vulnerable. Yes. Well, let's back up. Let's just say the power grid. Yep. I mean, if the power's not on, you can't use a credit card. Yeah, I mean the power grid means we should, people die. I mean the fact of the matter is, if the if if the power goes down for an extended period of time, we can't survive without it. Our our society's just not built to withstand loss of power. Well, we found that out after Katrina. I mean, yep. how difficult that was. I mean, that's why I got a generator myself, and then uh, my neighbor and I share a generator uh, when it gets really bad. If we got to power up other things, yep. I just I think people need to really understand that you need to be prepared for a lot of things. It's, it's what kills me when the snow and ice come in. People run to the grocery store. Got to have milk and bread to make milk sandwiches, you know. 
They say, don't you have a deep freeze? Don't you have a pantry? I've never understood why people aren't prepared to make sure that they've got things in their home that they can feed their family if something were to happen. Um, another example, and I, you know, I, you should have some cash laying around. Yeah. Not a lot, but enough that if you needed to, if you weren't able to use a credit card or go to the ATM, that you could still function if, if you had to. And finally, somebody's going to take cash if we get in a situation like that where people can go about their business. Uh, you know, having some, having some emergency supplies. It's just like a hurricane. It's just like anything else. But we're vulnerable to that situation if and when somebody decides to attack us. I mean, you, you look at COVID. We were scared to get out of the house. People were scared they were going to run out of toilet paper. I still, for the life of me, can't figure out the run on the toilet paper during COVID. But I guess it was people were scared to go outside, and they, that was the main thing they were scared of running out of. But, you know, having some stuff in your pantry, having some things that you might need on a daily basis. Um, the part that scares me is, you know, your medicine, making sure that you've got medicine, if, if that were the case. And, you know, we're going into hurricane season. It's rare that it affects us in central Mississippi, but we learned in 2005 that it can. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and, yeah. And I think that's the thing that, that that people need to be aware of. We can't. It's not practical to keep gasoline around your house. I get that. But today just gives a perfect example and yesterday of what people do when they panic because they're scared they're not going to be able to get something that they need or they desperately need. We need gas. I, I got caught during Katrina without gas. I'll never forget it. Me and mm. Gary were underneath the, mo- the old motorhome siphoning gas out of it to put gas in my truck so I could go out to the transmitter to get work done. Uh, I'll never forget that. In fact, it was funny. Big Daddy came up on us <laughs> as we were doing it. He asked us what we were doing. I said, we're siphoning gas out of the motorhome to put in the truck. He said, Y'all look like y'all done that before. <laughs> I'd never forget that. But, you know, I, I understand those types of things. I get it. But it's just a little common sense. Get yourself prepared and be ready with a little common sense to be able to, uh, you know, be able to provide for yourself. Because anything can happen. And and, and a, I think a cyber attack is a, just as dangerous to us as, you know, it, it, Lord knows the tornadoes that hit. You know, you got to deal with that, the different types of things. Just be prepared. An old Boy Scout motto, they say. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The The question is, I think, that is a bigger concern to me, is if we had such an attack that took down something, systems, electricity, et cetera, you know how long until that's restored, and and all these organizations are supposed to have recovery plans and disaster recovery plans that did, um, dictate that, and that they would activate, mobilize in the event of an outage. But things don't always go as planned. And I tell you, JT, where we really learned about that was 9/11, uh, because all these companies had these very sophisticated disaster recovery plans. The problem is, back in those days, it required these uh, high-end IT engineers getting on airplanes and flying somewhere to activate the backup sites. Problem is, they weren't flying airplanes, as you recall. So, And then if they were, nobody was leaving their family to go take care of their business. And it, it completely right. changed the way 
we, uh, we architect and implement disaster recovery systems uh, in this country. 9-11 taught us that. So you would think we'd have learned, as you're saying, from Katrina down here to a lot of that stuff. I don't know. Buddy, I learned, I learned the hard way. Yeah, uh, I learned all. Way. I got a generator and a fan, buddy. <laughs> I can assure you, I'll never go through that again. That's the hottest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't well, any fun. Yeah, Stan and Ripley yeah. says I agree with JT. We all think alike here. Amanda from Pike County says good to hear JT, and uh, lots of other well wishes as well. Uh, Debbie in Hattiesburg says it's made my day to hear JT talking about the issues and sounding strong. I've prayed for him and family constantly. Love you so. Ed from Aberdeen, same to, thing. So just want to pass that on to you, my friend. You know, you know, Gerard, you're talking to the best listeners in the state of Mississippi, the best listeners in the country, as a no matter of fact. And I miss each and every one of them. And I miss being in there. I miss that microphone like you don't even know, man. But it's good to do a couple segments with y'all. I'm feeling a lot better. Maybe I can start doing more of this, just hanging out a little bit. That's awesome. And uh, then hopefully and get the heck out of I hate to say this, but <laughs> dumb old Texas. Rhino knows what I'm talking about, don't you, Rhino? <laughs> huh? You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Rhino? You remember oh, yeah. the SpongeBob episode? Dumb old Texas. <laughs> no, Texas is a Texas is a cool place. Houston's just not for me. It's too many people in too small a place. But yeah. I tell you, they're great. They're great here at this hospital, and uh, I'm ready. To, I'm ready for some Madison, Mississippi. Yeah. I'm ready to be back in be back in my place. But I'm I'm fighting hard. I'm gonna be back. I feel good, everybody, and y'all keep the prayers coming. I, I appreciate each and every one of them and the kind words. I tell you, I'm the most blessed man in the world with all the people that are praying for me, and uh, have have done so over this past year and gosh, what is it now? Three months. Yeah. Never dreamed it would be this long, guys, but. Uh, things are looking up, and things are looking better, and I'm, I am going to be back in that microphone, I promise. Well, you sound fantastic, and uh, you could obviously the listeners are praying for you and miss you as well, and you're right, they're the best in the world, and uh, I know Madison's ready for you uh, to reestablish <laughs> your residence there, my friend, so a lot of good stuff going yep. on, as you know. Uh, Texas is good, and I know MD Anderson's been good to you as well, but it ain't Madison. Mm-hmm. Well, take care of my listeners for me, Gerard. You I'll, got I'll it. take it easy. And quit running the gas stations, everybody. There's plenty of gas. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate Thank it. You guys. Yeah, man. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you soon. Thank you, JT. Thanks so much to JT for calling in today. That was quite a surprise. Great to hear from him on the show. Yep. Um, sounds like he's in good shape to do more of that, which would be fantastic. So we're going to take a break right here, folks. Uh, don't forget, coming up at 11, we've got Don McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Small Businesses, and then the Sheriff's Roundtable at 12. You don't want to miss this, folks. Randy Johnson, president of the Mississippi Sheriff's Association and the Sheriff of Jasper County, Todd Kemp, former president, and Brian Bailey, Sheriff of Rankin County, going to be in the studio. This is going to be good. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us. The JT Show continues after these messages. You mean we can't say anything bad about dumb old Texas? No, you can't!
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 75. Tonight, more showers and thunderstorms, low around 59. Wednesday, a 70% chance of rain, high near 69. And a 20% chance of showers for Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge builders. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 32 to 88.15. October cotton was down 94 to 86.49. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 28 and three quarters to 16.16 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were up 22 and three quarters to 15.51 and a half per bushel. July corn was up 13 and three quarters to 7.25 and a half per bushel. September corn was up six and three quarters to 6.35 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down seven cents to 118.15. August live cattle was up 30 to 126.65. August feeders down 17 to 148.52. September feeders down 35 to 149.72. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 566 points. 34,177. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on highbid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. Highbid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit highbid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com and find out what you're looking for today. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. It ain't got no gas in it. You mean we can't say anything bad about dumb old Texas? everyone the jt show super talk mississippi gerard and rhino on this tuesday great to hear from jt sounded good sounded strong and as one of our members of our audience said talking about the issues which is good so you know besides this gas shortage be it real or self-inflicted as I think JT was indicating, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I, I do think there's clearly a disruption in the transmission of fuel by the pipeline company. I don't think there, there's any question about that. The question is, how long does that endure, and to what extent does that create truly a serious shortage of fuel? <clears throat> but on top of that, there's a lot of other stuff in short supply, too. I'm not sure if you folks have been... Been tracking that, but chicken is on the list, as in short supply. Chicken. And we produce a lot of chicken here in the state of Mississippi. I haven't personally spoken to any of the chicken processors or growers and so forth, but that's interesting. Uh, And there's lots of other stuff. Everybody knows about the chip shortage, which is causing problems with vehicles and, and other items that use those chips, obviously computer electronics and so forth, but let's face it, computer chips are embedded in lots of stuff. But, and there are, inflation has become a serious problem that the Biden administration just seems to dismiss it as an issue. Well, it's because they're in control of the money printer. Yeah, exactly. In the meantime... Why should they worry about it? They don't seem to be worried, as far as I can tell. I mean, you're not getting anything that I've heard of material commentary uh, from the administration. In the meantime, the Dow is off its lows of the morning. It it plummeted as much as 500 points, uh, 500 points, I should say. Uh, it's off its lows to four, only down 400 right now. The NASDAQ's down, I think, 350, second day in a row. Uh, just looking at that, it don't look good for the NASDAQ. And the NASDAQ's downward spiral is, in fact, influenced by the, uh, the issue with uh, inflation. So growth stocks like that, who are powered to a great extent from an equity price perspective on the basis of future earnings, those earnings still, they're not in jeopardy, but they 
are of less value when the value of the dollar plummets. So if you're buying a stock on the basis of increase in value, such as from the tech sector, that's what goes on there. So the NASDAQ's getting killed again. Thank you, Joe. So let's see. This is a, a decent point to be made and yeah. to be answered from CJ and the Delta on the Seaspire text line. Why can't these chips be made here? Yeah, they can, but it, yeah, that's not something you just snap your fingers and start up a chip factory. Uh, and th- this has been going on for years. Not not only that, folks, but I'm not even sure if there's a manufacturer in the United States anymore that makes monitors. Okay, so the plasma and LED manufacturing all occurs abroad. A lot of it from uh, Korea, South Korea. But I don't think there are any in the United States that make monitors, such as for your computers. Which means you would have a hefty capital investment on the front end to get it up and going that you would then have to recoup and for what, in the long run, may be a short-term problem, that's a big risk to take. Yeah. Because it, you could put all that money in and open a, a factory and, and find people to work in it and build the chips here in America. Yeah. But as soon as the rest of the world gets back up and going at whatever speed they can, you're going to get undercut again, just like you, you were before. Yeah. Which is why they aren't here. Right. So it, you're exactly right. And so it's, it's easy to talk about, well, let's bring all that manufacturing into the country, but nobody wants to go to the store and pay a 25 to 30 percent premium for a television. That's just a fact. So let the market sort it out. It's always the best way, in my view. And that's what's been happening. You know, believe it or not, it was the consulting firm McKinsey that was uh, uh, advising corporate America back in the 90s on this so-called concept of outsourcing abroad. That's how a lot of that ended up over there. It was McKinsey. There are folks from McKinsey, by the way, in the Biden administration. They've gone lefty. It is time for a break here on the JT Show. First hour in the books. When we come back, we've got Dawn McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Small Business. She's the director of Mississippi and Louisiana. We'll talk about the governor's decision to opt out of additional federal unemployment benefits starting in June. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Pam Puso. A high-profile hearing on an election reform bill is underway on Capitol Hill. The freedom to vote is fundamental to all of our freedoms. It is how Americans control their government and hold their elected officials accountable. Democrat Amy Klobuchar chairs the Senate Rules Committee. Most Americans agree that voting is already pretty easy, yet we find ourselves here being asked to support a federal takeover of elections that would force a Washington, D.C., one-size-fits-all approach. Republican Roy Blunt. Two sheriff's deputies have been killed in Central Texas. That's according to the State Department of Public Safety. The circumstances are unclear. Last night, a California police officer was shot and killed. A second wounded. The suspect was killed by police. America's listening to Fox News.
Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Buddy, the dog that was found set on fire in Tate County last month, is getting better. The doctors say his skin is healing, his fur is growing back. They think he'll regain his sight. The child that admitted to setting him on fire won't face charges because state law says you can't charge anyone under the age of 12. Following the impact of the winter storms on the infrastructure, Central District Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says they've initiated an across-the-board utility review. The electric, water, natural gas, and telecommunication okay. industries, is what are they doing in pre-storm preparation? during storm activities and post-storm restoration and what lessons learned from that. If you're feeling lucky, you might want to grab some lottery tickets. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot drawing is worth an estimated $396 million. The jackpot for tomorrow night's Powerball drawing stands at $168 million. I'm Kelly Bennett. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the ISOL platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Lumber prices at the retail level are at an all-time high, but David Livingston with the State Loggers Association says not everyone is benefiting. The price that the landowners are getting paid and that what the loggers are getting paid hasn't necessarily went up along with that, but the demand is there for it and the price is holding stable. He told us he thinks it could be another year before we start to see lumber prices come back down. Two Southern Miss pitchers are national honors for their efforts over the weekend. Walker Powell and Hunter Stanley were each named among Collegiate Baseball's National Players of the Week as Powell tossed a seven-inning no-hitter Saturday against Middle Tennessee. The day before, in the series opener, Stanley set the tone by striking out 16 batters. From Mississippi State, Christian McLeod was named the SEC Pitcher of the Week after throwing seven scoreless innings on the road at South Carolina Friday. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
the Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. We're waiting for our guest, uh, Don McVeigh, to call in. In the meantime, just continuing the discussion about the sh- product shortages, there is no shortage of chicken. This on the ceasefire text line. There is a shortage of labor to process the meat. Well, I, I think the shortage of labor in general is causing uh, a problem with respect to constraining other products, including chicken. But it, to the consumer, there's a shortage of chicken. When they go to the store, they can't find any. Uh, I haven't witnessed that, but I, that's being reported uh, in the business news. Of course, semiconductors, we talked about that. Uh, and that's happening because th- there were shutdowns of production, and that freezed up um, and it drained the stock. Freezed up production and it drained the existing stock. There's been an incredible demand for electronics during the pandemic. Uh, from including autos. The, uh, if you've talked to anybody in the auto business, they can't. They sell cars as fast as they can get them on the lots. And the automakers also grossly underestimated demand for cars, and that decreased production, and so that's caused supply problems. But there's another issue that a lot of folks may not be aware of, and that is that the cost of silicon, which is used in making uh, chips has risen substantially during the pandemic because of the mass production of vaccines. You see, the silicon that is used to make the vials is the same as that material which is used to manufacture chips and computers and and other devices. That has caused a problem. So, all right, so we've got uh, Dawn McVeigh joining us now. She's with the National Federation of Independent Small Business, the director for Mississippi and Louisiana. Hey, Don, how are you today? 
Hey, doing great. How are you guys? Doing fine. So glad you were able to join us today. We wanted to uh, chat with you about the decision handed down by Governor Tate Reeves here in Mississippi yesterday to opt out of the supplemental federal unemployment benefits beginning June 12th. I think those were slated to continue to around Labor Day or so in accordance with the rescue plan enacted and signed by President Biden a month or two ago. I can't even remember now. I lose track of time. But nonetheless, it did extend those benefits beyond their their setting to expire in March. As I recall, March 30th, it added additional months. So the governor says we ain't doing that anymore. And I think there's some other states, South Carolina, Montana, or a couple of others. I just saw a report now Alabama's thinking about it. What do you think about this? We've been talking about the shortage of products, the shortage of labor, and this is thought to be one of the one of the factors in that. Yeah, so we we have uh, been listening to our members on the ground and you know getting feedback regularly since. Really, since the pandemic began, we um, <clears throat> we start surveying them on a regular basis, and then on top of that, we have had a 48-year uh, survey of uh, our jobs report and our optimism index, where we're constantly kind of going out, seeing um, taking the temperature of small business and seeing where things stand. And uh, for the past three months, we've been at an all-time high. Uh, of small business owners reporting that they can't find qualified workers. Uh, we're at 44% for the past three months. Wow. And the trend on that 48-year history of that of that question has usually been about 22%. So that tells you something's very wrong in the market and something's, you know, pushing it that way. And so what we realize now is <clears throat> that it has everything to do with the unemployment, especially with the fact that, you know, Mississippi's back open. The business is back open, has, has been for a bit, and jobs are available. Uh, businesses are open. Customers are wanting to go in. Uh, but you don't have the workers that you need to be back at full capacity. And so it's starting to create a problem uh, for business owners when they can't get people in to work. Yeah, and I'm hearing reports, just anecdotally from from friends in business, that they're having issues with people uh, first showing up for interviews that they've scheduled and agreed to set an appointment for, and then if they do uh, complete the interview and are offered work and they have a scheduled start date, they just no-show. I'm I'm hearing that, and now you're seeing all sorts of uh, creative approaches across the country to try to persuade people just to show up for interviews, show up for work, bonuses, all sorts of stuff like that. What are you hearing in our patch here in Mississippi and Louisiana from small businesses as far as trying to, I guess, just induce people to come to work? Well, you have people doing that. They're calling it a show-up bonus, so not even <laughs> just a, you know, a recruitment bonus. But, the, but you know, we talk about it a lot of times with policymakers. Hiring for a small business owner is one of the most costly and time-consuming processes. So we don't want to have to hire. We want to retain the people. Once we train them, we get good workers in. We want to train them. We want to reward them with good pay and benefits. So all of these arguments about, oh, you can't find good wages and all this, it's just, it's it's not true. Because the fact of the matter is 31% of our members are reporting that they're paying higher wages now 
than they were last year. And on top of that, 20% more are telling us in the next three months they're planning to increase their wages. Wow. So, so it's, that, that argument is not there. And again, you know, you have people offering things like higher wages and benefits so that they can get folks to show up and, and, and work. So, um, the labor, the labor issue is a very real one and it has a direct effect, direct correlation to what's happening at the federal level. Business, private business, small business, all not have to be in a position where they're competing with the government. Right. Yeah, we've talked about that exactly right, uh, Don, here on the show. I, I think just yesterday we made that statement, Rhino, that we got employers, in effect, bidding against the federal government uh, for work. You, you know, i, I got to ask you all this, uh, this as well, I'm sorry, Don. Are these... Small businesses that you're saying are plan to increase their wages, do they also intend to pass on those costs to some extent in the form of higher pricing for their goods and services? You know, that's not the first thing a business owner looks at. Um, you know, if they're in a position to increase their wages, that is usually because their bottom line is in a good place. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're able to, to manage that. Um, they're not going to, you know, they're going to increase wages, you know, and balance out what they've got going on. Not, not at necessarily at the cost of, you know, especially if it's choice they're making, not at the cost of, you know, increasing goods and services. Cause you can only, you know, you have to, again, it's what the market will bear, yep. you know, and they're going to pay, you know, a little more than what they were paying before the pandemic, because maybe they are in a position now especially after PPP loans and, yep. you know, and things, you know, maybe they're in a position to be able to do that. So, you know, they'll do that. But, no, I, I think you'll have people, I think you'll have small business owners who, you know, are looking at how do we keep our doors open? Here we are. We just went through this pandemic. We had to, you know, really relook at how we ran our business, what, you know, was working, what wasn't working, you know, and you have, to, you know, and some may have, you know, downsized the number of their employees and gotten, you know, more streamlined because they knew it was what they had to do. But maybe they're now at a point where they're like, okay, well, we figured out a better way to do this. And, you know, and now we're going to, you know, hire a couple more people to help us, yeah. you know, accomplish our mission, you know. But, I mean, it's like I talk, talk to folks about all the time. This is affecting not just restaurants. This is affecting every mom-and-pop local retailer uh, out there. You know, you've got, you know, your dry cleaner, your local bakery, your local retail shop. You know, and what's ended up happening is with the labor shortage and, you know, folks not being able to get provide good customer service because small business is such a, you know, human capital you know, heavy, you know, side of how we operate, you've got to have good people in there. And so if you don't have the good people in there, you don't have enough service being provided, folks are going to say, well, maybe I should just go back on to online shopping, you know, and go use a big box retailer, you know. So yeah. it, it, it has a ripple effect that we really, you know, need to stem the tide of before it gets too bad. Yeah, totally agree. we got a break right here. You joined us late. Can you hang with us for another segment? Sure. we got Don McVeigh, the NFISB Director for Mississippi and Louisiana. Stay with us. we got more to talk about uh, this craziness with small businesses, unemployment benefits, shortages, wage and price issues. Lots to talk about. Stay with us here on the JT Show. We'll be right back. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 75. Tonight, more showers and thunderstorms, low around 59. Wednesday, a 70% chance of rain, high near 69. And a 20% chance of showers for Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. We're giving you more this May at Mazda of Jackson. That's right, more. More savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade. Get 0% financing our 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you top dollar for your old vehicle even if you don't buy a new one from us. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So if you want more savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade, then get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with group and select models. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Don McFay with the National Federation of Independent Small Businesses is our guest. So, Don, we're just talking about this situation with uh, constrained labor, constrained products. 
unemployment benefits in particular. I wanted to get your take on that with Governor Reeves essentially instructing uh, our Department of Employment Security, which handles unemployment benefits, administers that for the state of Mississippi. He's instructed them to inform the Biden administration we don't want no more of the enhanced uh, supplemental benefits from the federal government, that being $300 per week, uh, effective July, excuse me, June the 12th. What do you think about that? Are you hearing that as an issue from your members, from small businesses who say that this is one of their problems? I mean, I know we talked about that a little bit in the last segment, but give us a better feel for what you're hearing. Yeah, you know, that's what that our members, you know, this this labor issue is indicative of, you know, of the issue with the, the unemployment from the federal government. You know, we had seen a... Um, positive trend a few months ago when it looked like the, you know, when the holidays had come and it looked like the unemployment was going to kind of go back before it was extended again. And you saw, um, you know, unemployment numbers drop and, you know, that was a very positive thing. You saw small business owners able to hire. It was still, it was a challenge, but it wasn't, you know, now we're in a situation where they can't, you know, they can't, get workers they're spending so much time trying to get workers so we know that this is part of the problem there's just no other way around it so we really applaud uh governor reeves for taking the initiative and making this move we believe it will help look you know we need to get back to pre-covid we like i mentioned before we know the state's open for business and, um, you know, we didn't have all these benefits in place beforehand, and we need to get back to, to where we were and let the market kind of continue to correct itself, you know, and provide for people who do still need assistance if they aren't able, you know, but to find work and, um, you know, and get back in the workforce for whatever reason, you know, the unemployment will still be there. But this additional benefit on top of what already exists is not a good, you know, not a good scenario for the economy in Mississippi to truly uh, recover from COVID. Yeah. So what are you hearing out of Louisiana? I know that's uh, also an area that you serve. What are you hearing in Louisiana? Is, Is the governor over there considering a similar move? Our governor, um, and not at this point, uh, we don't, we don't believe he'll necessarily cut off the benefits without, uh, some sort of incentive, uh, package to go along with it. So we're working with, uh, legislators here. We're in session in Louisiana right now and we're working with, uh, legislators here now to create a return to work incentive program, um, similar to what Montana did last week, you know, provide X dollars of, you know, bonus yeah. want to accept a position and stay in that position, you know, for so many months and then, you know, and you know, put the correct provisions in place to not make it something people can reapply for and that sort of thing. So a one time back to work incentive to get people back to work and get them into a job that they're gonna need. You know, the federal government is not gonna continue be able to continue these you know, exorbitant benefits for so long. Right. And we have to go ahead and, again, begin to begin to make that transition back to pre-COVID, you know, workforce-wise to pre-COVID. So yeah. 
you know, there's we recognize there's been changes to the workforce. Sure, there have been, but again, like I said, about so many small businesses, they're people intensive. You know, they're customer service intensive. Yeah, and I heard this morning Nebraska Senator Ben Sass is proposing a legislation that would effectively pull those unemployment supplemental unemployment payments from the federal government forward and pay it as a lump sum to a person that is currently receiving uh, the benefits once they accept work, go to work. He's talking about that as, as a possible uh, law, if you will. I don't know what kind of chance that Scott is going through, but essentially it's an incentive. We'll pay you a lump sum right now because the money's already allocated. The money's already That's encumbered. Exactly right. It's it's exactly yeah. So this is a proposal. That's an important point. Right. It's encumbered. Uh, whether it's been paid or not doesn't matter. It's encumbered. It's on the books. It's expensed, if you will. Uh, well, and all this re- all this pay- all this different cares money. Yep. And uh, American Rescue Plan money. All of that money has been appropriate. Look, we we certainly are not advocating for additional expenditure of of taxpayer dollars at all that is not not our position but we are certainly saying that this these pots of money are out there uh, already for states let's go ahead and find a creative way to get you know to say look let's put an x dollars amount i believe the montana program put about 100 million of rescue plan funds into or it might have been idaho but regardless um there because like i said several states are looking at it. it's probably about 10 states right now are looking at it um and go ahead and put that money into a pot and and get it out and get and get people back to work because again these these things are going to run out eventually so let's go ahead um, and get people back in the workforce. Yeah, absolutely. And the Wall Street Journal reports this morning that job openings reached a record level of 8.1 million at the end of March. I think that's the the highest number of available jobs in 20 years is being wow. recorded. Um, so uh, available jobs rose by a seasonally adjusted 600,000 in March, uh, according to the journal. That exceeds the prior record of 7.6 million set in November 2018. So, And that's from the Labor Department. So we've got this imbalance. We've got lots of people on the sidelines collecting unemployment benefits, and we got 8.1 million jobs available. Well, I hadn't seen those numbers that you said from the report, but I mean that certainly delves matches up a lot with what our members are reporting to us in our survey. So, right. yeah, something you know, again, something is off in the something is off in the market, and it needs to be corrected. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it so it's the report from an individual named Nick Bunker, who was interviewed as part of the article. He's an economist at Indeed. Uh, says employers are looking to hire, but temporary factors are making people a little hesitant to take jobs. Well, I think that's that's pretty common sense there. Uh, let's see, I can go work and make X, or I can go, I can just sit at home and make X plus Y. It's <laughs> essentially what it, the simple math there. Uh, it it just seems crazy, and then I wonder if. You know, can a governor is there is there something that the federal government would say? Well, you can't just cut off benefits, Governor Reeves. You you that would uh, I don't know that conflicts with some something from the federal government. Have you heard that as a possibility? It's the first thing that hit me when I saw the governor make that announcement yesterday. 
Well, we uh, we have gotten some word um, out of uh, the Department of um, the Department of Labor and indicating that there's some you know some appropriate language that probably needs to be in there. But um, they mm-hmm. said that there's uh, flexibility in the CARES agreement that you know that they can terminate. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Terminate. So okay. it's um, it, and I'm sure they're uh, folks who are really good at lawyering oh, and sure. <laughs> reading federal policy can be can be double sure. But what we're being told um, out of some uh, some interpretations out of DC uh, is that there are there is some flexibility there for uh, for governors to do this. Okay. So. The legislature in Louisiana doesn't have the authority. The governor it is a it is a governor executive action uh, situation. But um, if, and I believe in most states the governor would yeah. have to agree because it would come from the state agency, the yep. Department of Labor. You know, but yeah, I mean, you know, it kind of goes to our argument about why we've gotten involved in another case involving you know, the overreach of the federal government saying, you know, states can't do anything with tax cuts if they accepted any of this rescue money. And we've, we're actually filed a MECAS brief, our uh, legal foundation, um, on cases um, in Ohio where they're saying the AGs are going, you know, going into the circuit's courts and saying, listen, we, this is a complete overreach of federal authority because the final guidance hadn't come out from Treasury, but there was some language, the Schumer Amendment and the rescue plan that said, uh, if you get this money, you can't cut taxes until past 2025. Gotcha. Yep. You know? Yeah, I and remember that. Yeah. So there seems like that's the federal government is always sending money, but putting strings attached. Of course. So. That's the way it works. <laughs> well, we got to go, but we appreciate you joining us, Don. Uh, great insight, great information. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back with the JT Show. Stay with us. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com COVID. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. We're giving you more this May at Mazda of Jackson. That's right, more. More savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade. Get 0% financing our 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you top dollar for your 
your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So if you want more savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade, then get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with new Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Buddy, the dog that was found set on fire in Tate County last month, is getting better. The doctors say his skin is healing, his fur is growing back. They think he'll regain his sight. The child that admitted to setting him on fire won't face charges because state law says you can't charge anyone under the age of 12. Following the impact of the winter storms on the infrastructure, Central District Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says they've initiated an across-the-board utility review. The electric, water, natural gas, and telecommunication okay. industries, is what are they doing in pre-storm preparation, during storm activities, and post-storm restoration, and what lessons learned from that? If you're feeling lucky, you might want to grab some lottery tickets. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot drawing is worth an estimated $396 million. The jackpot for tomorrow night's Powerball drawing stands at $168 million. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine. Paid for by AARP. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Take a shower and shine your shoes. Well, you got no time to lose. You are young man, you must be living. Go now, you are forgiven. But the men stood fast with their guns on their shoulders Not knowing what to do with the contradicting orders The general said he would do his own duty, but he extended no further The men could go as they pleased, but not a man moved Their eyes gazed straight ahead, till one by one they stepped back And not a word was said, and the old general was left with his own words Echoing in his head, he then prepared to fight, he said Well, how about that one? Where'd you dig that up from? I went through and saw a couple that were going to get deleted by the system, so I figured I'd give them a shot. I got you. <laughs> we are back. Thomas in Greenwood wants to know about the PPP program, if that's affecting the uh, employment situation and the shortage of workers. Was an employee retention a stipulation of forgiveness of the Paycheck Protection Program loans? Not retention. But when you make an application for forgiveness, uh, it, it was, uh, I think, the original uh, PPP signed into law as part of the CARES Act last April, April 2020, required that 75% of the loan needed to be applied to payroll. It's only 60% now. And instead of uh, using that money over an eight-week eight period in terms of the forgiveness expenses over a period to qualify for the forgiveness, that was increased to 24 weeks. So if it's a laid-off worker, they needed to be rehired last year before June 30th, but they had until they extended that till December 31st. Also, there's a report suggesting that the forgiveness applications being processed it could take years to sort out just because of the volume and the uh, the agency in, involved in that. They just don't have the resources to do it. They're not accustomed to that. Forgiven loans, it's a weird deal. So that's a report that just uh, started surfacing within the last 24 hours, believe it or not. Anyhow, uh, let's see. Got, uh, yeah, other states are doing it. This is also on the ceasefire text line talking about opting out of these extended unemployment benefits from the federal government. Yeah, it, again, this is a situation I think where you're going to see more contrast between the red states and the blue states. It's highly unlikely that the blue states would opt out. I, I just don't see it. There is also a, re- a report this morning, and I know I, I talk a lot about what's going on in California and to some extent New York here on the show, and that's because I just believe that what you see there finds its way into the rest of the country, and I can assure you it's being used as a model for the federal government, uh, just given their deep blue, deep blue roots. So a lot of people were thinking, well, you know, that California, they're going broke, just let them go broke. 
and this big chunk of money that is is uh, being transferred to all the states, what, $350 billion, I think, of which Mississippi is slated to receive $1.8 billion. I don't, I can't remember the figure that California, it's, it seems like right now it's $25, $30 billion bucks or something like that. You remember we talked about that uh, here on the program. And then there's also money being allocated down to the county and city levels as well, and we discussed that on the program. But anyhow, back to California. It's just being reported that they have produced a $75 billion surplus. Surplus. Now, California's annual budget, their general fund, is usually around $100 billion, $110 billion. They generated a $75 billion surplus, and the place is shut down. Now, contrast that to our state. Now, we only have 3 million people. California has 40 million, has 11, 12 times what we have. But a $75 billion surplus is ginormous. And, of course, crazy Governor Newsom, he's taking victory laps as a result of this news. And the place is shut down. So you say, well, where did all the revenue come from? It's all you people (laughs) buying all that stuff they make out there. And California produces a lot of its general fund revenues from income taxes with a lot of wealthy folks who produce capital gains. And capital gains in, in California are taxed as ordinary income, as they are in Mississippi, except our top rate's 5%, which begins at the $10,000 of income level. In California, it's 13%. And they want to raise it to 17%, which is insanity, in my view. But massive amount of capital gains, mainly from the technology industry, and uh, the run in the stock market, and lots of, of trades and income made there. Uh, that's what drove their $75 billion surplus. It's mind-boggling. Yet the federal government, this is why the federal government should have waited. Oh, but no, they had to sign into, into law this enormous amount of money they're going to shower on the states. They couldn't wait to see how all this played out, just like the unemployment benefits. And this is the risk of a centrally planned economy. That is the essence of socialism. With these 535 people in that Capitol Dome up there in Washington, along with the president, they're planning a $20 trillion economy. Horse hockey. Nonsense. You can't do it. That's arrogance. Hubris. Heck, the vast majority of these people have never signed the front of a check, have no idea what's involved in creating jobs and producing value. They've lived off the government. Yet they pretend to know it all, and they put all these dumb laws in place, and this is one of them. So they're going to send California all this money, and they just produced a $75 billion surplus. So what does Governor Newsom do knowing His recall is on the ballot coming up this fall. He decides to allocate $12 billion as direct payments to Californians 
about two-thirds of the population in the state are going to receive payments, I think as much as 600 bucks, if I'm not mistaken, just like the $1,400 STEMI checks the federal government sent out. This is going to be from the state, $12 billion of that $75 billion surplus. Now, consider this. The people in California that essentially funded that $75 billion surplus, they get zero. The people who are receiving it, they paid nothing. I'm not saying nothing, but they're not the reason that the state produced this giant surplus. That is the essence of redistributionism. It is on full display. What about sending that money back to the people who paid it? Well, how about that? How, how is that fair? Somebody help me out with that. We hear this narrative all the time, fair share. These people, not only did they pay more, in my view, than their fair share, and I'm not feeling sorry for them, that's not the issue, that's not the point, but the, you got all this other group that are receiving the payments as a result of that. So if there's any question about trickle-down, that's forced trickle-down, is what that is. That's just, yeah, so on the 662, so basically buying votes. Absolutely. Did they extend the filing income tax from April 15th? Yeah, May 17th is the filing day. That from Tina on the C Spire text line. Ricky and Jackson says votes they are buying. Absolutely. Watch the job numbers for June and July and see how many people re-entered the workforce in the opt-out states versus the one that didn't. That will be interesting. That from Bobby and Batesville. I agree. You know what bothers me about this is? So we have to quit paying people for them to go work. I, I start wondering about the mindset there. Having been an employer, I don't want anybody working for me that doesn't want to be there. They don't produce very well for you. And across those paths in my years of employing people, it, a minute number of times, thank God. never Just never had that. I mean, people... They wanted to come to work, wanted to produce, and we wanted them to earn as much as they possibly could and give them all the opportunities and the tools to do so. I think that's true for virtually all employers. Good employers, and I can t- you can tell real quick who, who the ones are that are good and not, because as a customer, you can detect it. The service sucks when they're not happy with their employer or their employer's not uh, not treating them fairly. And that's what the beauty of the market. That's how it works. On the 601 ceasefire text line, that's right. It's the mindset that's right there, and that's why we're all screwed. Man, I hope not, but man. So the Democrats want to tell you, oh, it's not nothing to do with that. People want to go to work. Well, I'd like to think that's true. I just ain't seeing it. And don't these numbers bear that out with this record number of jobs available? we got to take a break right here. We're going to come back. Don't forget, coming up after the noon hour, we've got the break there. We've got the Sheriff's Roundtable. You don't want to miss it. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. 
This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Mostly favorable weather across much of the U.S. last week allowed farmers to push corn and soybean planting progress further ahead of the five-year averages for both crops. Corn planting progress saw another significant jump last week, 21 points, to reach 67% complete as of Sunday, and that puts this year's planting pace at 15 points ahead of the five-year average. Corn emergence also moved ahead of the average for the first time this year, growing season, with 20% of the crop emerged as of Sunday. Like with corn, soybean planting also pulled further ahead of the average pace last week. Estimated that 42% of the soybean crop has been planted as of Sunday. Nationwide, soybean planting is off to the fastest start in at least the last 12 years. 10% of planted soybeans had emerged as of Sunday. Cotton planting was 25% this week compared to 16 last week. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. You're building a new home or remodeling an older home. Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more.
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. All right, Rhino, we got a giveaway today, don't we? Oh, yeah. Concerts are back. And on August 1st, legendary rock group ZZ Top will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets for the show go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. on Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see ZZ Top before you can even buy them. Be the 10th person to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Again, that text line number, the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Be the 10th person. To text in to the ceasefire text line with the key phrase, and you'll win a pair of tickets. Today's key phrase is cheap sunglasses. And be listening to the show the rest of the week for your chance to win tickets to ZZZ Top at the Brandon Amphitheater on August 1st. There you go. That, that's going to be cool. Mike in Gulfport on the ceasefire text line says, I spent 39 years in private industry, and getting a job done under budget was considered a good thing. I started working on a government site and see them frivolously spend money to be sure they spent it all so the budget wouldn't be cut next year. This happens in all government agencies every year. This is just one of many waste areas in government, which in actuality is our taxes. Very frustrating. And now we hear that someone wants to pay a bonus to get a job because the money was allocated. Yeah, it does seem crazy, uh, Mike, but, uh, you know, you can't claw it back. That's the issue. And it's uh, just complicated And because you can't get all states to, to opt out. Tom's in Greenwood earlier on says, you know, along these lines, should the state of Mississippi reject the $1.8 billion headed our way as part of the Rescue Act signed by Joe Biden uh, a couple of months ago? that allocated that amount of money to the state? Should we just say no thanks? Is it hypocritical, he he maintains, to uh, opt out of the unemployment benefits but still accept that tranche of money? That's an interesting perspective. You know, I don't know. I doubt we'd hear anybody from I, – I don't know this. I'm, I'm just speculating. I doubt we'd hear anyone from our legislature that would say, no, we need to send that money back. I certainly haven't heard anything from the governor at this point or the speaker or the lieutenant governor along those lines. But interesting concept. So do we have a winner, I think, huh, Rhino? We do. Still waiting on a name, though. All right. Gotcha. And also, you had – you told me on the break you have a uh, updated statement from Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson regarding uh, gasoline. 
Yeah, he just released it as we were getting out of the last segment, and uh, he put out a press release saying, The Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, Andy Gibson, encourages the public across Mississippi Mississippi to refrain from, quote-unquote, panic-buying fuel due to the halted operations of the Colonial Pipeline. Best thing we can do are, one, limit unnecessary travel, and two, purchase fuel only as needed. He goes on to talk about how what JT was talking about, the plantation pipeline, an additional pipeline running through the states, working to accommodate added supply on its pipeline. The uh, Chevron Pascagoula refinery, one of the largest refining operations in the country, located on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, is unaffected due to the outage of the Colonial Pipeline. There you go. So it's continuing to supply its customers along the East Coast and managing fuel supply chain disruptions caused by the outage of the Colonial Pipeline. And then, in closing at the very end, he says, in summary, Mississippians should travel as necessary and purchase only the fuel they need. Panic buying is counterproductive, and there is no need to panic. There you go. Okay. Appreciate that from uh, Commissioner Gibson. That is an uh, interesting update. Um, so it's, it's just crazy when you think about the, again, I, I can't get this out of my head, the federal government thinking they know how to plan the economy better than consumers and sellers can. You know, the old free market thing. And in this case, they come up with all this money they gotta they got to send out in the form of unemployment benefits and stimulus checks and all that sort of stuff. Yet, now we got 8.1 million job openings. That's the best stimulus ever, is a job and working and producing value for society. There's no question about that. But they're interfering with it because they don't know what in the hell they're doing. I mean, Joe Biden is an economic imbecile at the end of the day. He's totally clueless about that. He is a career government bureaucrat who was terrible in school and terrible at law and somehow got elected to the U.S. Senate. Now he's praising it. Good grief. All right, we're going to take a break. The top of the hour is upon us, and when we come back, we've got the Mississippi Sheriff's Roundtable here in the studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Pam Puso. The battle lines are drawn over a sweeping bill to overhaul federal election law. We should be focused on making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Regrettably, I think this bill makes it easier to cheat and harder to detect. Senate Republican Roy Blunt. Republicans no longer want to let the voters pick their politicians. They want to let politicians pick their voters. 
Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer. A second day of intense fighting in the Middle East. Israeli paramedics say two women have been killed in two separate rocket attacks. Palestinian militants have fired hundreds of rockets towards Israel since yesterday. In the other direction, Israel is conducting airstrikes. Officials in Gaza say 26 Palestinians have been killed. Fox's Simon Owen. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.